Hey, this is John Lee Dumas from EO Fire, and you're listening to Self-Publishing Journeys with your show host, Paul Teague. It's the must-listen weekly podcast for all indie authors who are prepared to ignite. Hello and welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary for Monday the 18th of July 2016. This accompanies episode number 20 of the podcast. In writing news this week then, I've been working on The Murder Place. This is my second thriller. The word count now is up to about 21,700, something like that. But I've written another 10,000 words this week. I had some trouble on Thursday doing the writing some plotting problems. I think it was, I was just having a bad writing day, really. But I just sit there until I force my 5,000 words out. My policy is, is that if they don't work, then I can go back and adjust them later when we get to editing. But I think they're fine. I think the writing just came harder on Thursday. I think that's all it was. I think I was just dragging my feet. But we got over 5,000 done. And I've written another 5,000 today. That came a lot easier. I've done some more thinking about it overnight. And I do find that it's a lot easier for me if I make notes for each chapter section, and I know exactly what I'm going to be writing on the day. That's what I did for today. I just hit the ground running and uh, actually finished my time earlier today. So I think that is the, the way to do it, is to always make notes and to know exactly what I'm going to be writing rather than thinking about it more as I'm, I'm going along or thinking about the detail. The Murder Place, that is 20,000 words into a 90,000 word write. Very happy with the story. Really enjoying populating it with some new characters, but also picking up where the old book left off. And I wrote a really sad scene today that even upset me. So I hope that doesn't mean it's just bad writing. I hope it means that actually it works as a as a sad scene. Don't tell Meg I finished editing now. I managed to get that done quicker than I thought. And again, I tried something different this time with Don't Tell Meg. Usually I just sit there until it's done. And actually I broke up Don't Tell Meg into three chapter segments a day. And it's kept me fresher and more on the ball. And actually, I think that's how I'm going to do it in future. I'm just going to break it into smaller sections because when I edited before, when I've edited The Grid and, and The Secret Bunker, I just keep going until my eyes are hanging out. And I just can't do too much editing. It, it doesn't um, it doesn't engage me enough, not like the writing does. So I think the, the trick that I've learned there is to break it up to two or three chapter edits, leave it for a day and go on and do something else. I've worked through the 93,000 words. I, I always find when I write that I, I'm quite accurate. I'm having to make an awful lot of changes there. A lot of things are about going through and seeding. Uh, the, my worst mistakes are always repeating words and phrases. I'm terrible at that. I, I always seem to do that. Uh, using the same word several times in the same paragraph. Ter ter really terrible at that. I used uh, So I've been through it once. And I also give it a run through with Grammarly. Grammarly is one of these apps that you can add to Word and it will go through and talk to about spelling, uh, punctuation and grammar. And it, it comes up with loads of, of errors and you, some of you just ignore and, and go through, but it shows you a lot of errors that, that are really, that you need to know about and you need to change. So I find Grammarly, it's really good to give it a Grammarly sweep. The manuscript went to Helen Fazal, who is my copy editor and proofreader. Helen isn't expecting it until the 1st of August. That was the date we organised, but I dropped her an email earlier this week and said, look, it's going to be done early. Shall I let you have it? Because I know that Helen likes to read it as a book first, and then she comes to it and does the edits. And I thought, well, the easier that I let her have it, and if she finishes the previous project early, it just gives her some buffer time, which I'm sure will be useful. 
So we went off to Helen last night, got an email back from Helen today, and Helen is going to, to work through that now. And it'll be back, um, well, we've scheduled it for the end of August, so I won't see it for another six weeks now. It's a real hefty, it's a really hefty bit of work to have to go through. I think the first book I sent to Helen was 50,000 words. We're up to 93 now. There's a lot of work is good to go into copy editing and proofreading that. And I've also, I really value Helen's comments on the books. So if you listen to the interview, it's episode 13. I did an interview with Helen and uh, I really value Helen's contribution because she seems to like my style, whether she'll like this one, because this is quite different from what I've written so far. But she seems to like my style. So I really value her input as a reader as well. And she does give me comments like that. So I, I've always found that very valuable. It's off for six weeks. I can forget about it now. And then I'm just going to get during that six weeks, I'll have the murder place finished and written. And I've booked Helen in ahead of time because I know what my schedule is going to be now. The Murder Place will go to Helen at the end of October. And then the third book in this thriller series is going to go to Helen at the end of December. And none of them are going to see the light of day in terms of self-publishing until the new year. I'm just going to write them back to back because the best way as a self-publisher to launch these books is to have the first one for free and then to sell the next two. Interestingly, I, I got a screenshot this week. I, I don't know whether I, I'll share it on social media or not, but I, I had my sales for the day and it was showing sales of the Grid 2, the Grid 3, Secret Bunker 2 and Secret Bunker 3. And I thought, well, that, that's actually the perfect sales shot for an indie author because the book one in the series is always free and then you're selling books two and three and, you, and that's what you want. You're giving away the sausage on a stick, the freebie, the taster, and then you want to see people buying future titles in the series. That's what I'm doing with the thriller. I won't release it until I've got three in the pot because I want to create that sales sequence. I want people to read the first one and then I want them to have to read the second and the third, hopefully because they're compelled by the story and giving away the first one for free will be the driver for the next two. Only Depending on how the writing schedule goes, I am considering a slightly different policy with this series of three. I am considering in NaNoWriMo month in November, writing a 50,000 word novella to give away for free. I've put so much work into these these thrillers. There'll be 90,000, 95,000 words each. There's a lot of work in there. I'm a bit loath to give that away for free. That's a full length book. So what I'm considering, if I get time, if I could do it and fit all of this in by the end of the year, if nothing comes up to throw me off course, I am now considering creating a 50,000 word book, maybe taking one of the characters or extracting some backstory or something like that from the thrillers. It needs to be a standalone, of course, and giving that one away for free and then selling the three thrillers, which is very hard to say, the three thrillers. I'm not going to say it again because I've got it out twice now in one piece. That's the plan. We'll see how it goes. Somebody could throw a spanner in the work. Something could change. You know how life goes. That book, the first thriller, the reason I'm taking my time with this is that that first book is going to go to agents and it's going to go to agents at the Festival of Writing in York in September. Then I'm going to send it out to some publishing houses and I'm just going to let it sit and see what feedback I get. And then we'll see what happens with that. I wanted to give you a preview of some things that are coming up because that really is my writing news. I've been writing and editing all this week. That's pretty well what the week's been. Uh, a local event in Cumbria, which I was pleased to see. I spotted it in one of my writing magazines. It's called Getting Away With Murder. And it's being held in Cumbria, just near Penrith, uh, which is a little bit away from Carlisle, between the 31st of October and the 4th of November. 
and its pitch basically is how to write a compelling crime novel. Now you'll find more about this event at firstpagecourses.com. I'll put a link on the show notes. The early bird tickets are available until the 31st of July and it's really nice to see an event in Cumbria. It lasts for a week and the main speaker, there are many speakers there, but the main speaker is Mary Hanna, who is the author of the DCI Kate Daniels series. So she writes thrillers, crime series. And, and Mary is, is, I saw her last year at, um, it was a crime event that was held in Carlisle. Very interesting. Uh, has written a good, in a series, has written a crime series and uh, has a lot of interesting, uh, comments and thoughts to give on that. I'm not sure whether I'm going to be able to make it yet. Uh, I've got other things on. So I'm, I'm, I'm dithering about whether I'm going to be able to make that. I would like to attend the event because it is in Cumbria. I'm not sure whether I'm going to be able to fit that in, but I did want to pass it on to you because um, it's a nice event, a weekend of learning about crime thrillers and writing about murder. I've had a real flurry on for this podcast. I did two recordings this week with Molly Luby, who is a young, a young, uh, young adult author, a YA author and a hybrid publisher. And Janet Murray, who's a PR expert and journalist. Now, Janet has just launched a book in 30 days. She wrote and launched a book in 30 days. And that's what I wanted to talk to Janet about. I did those interviews on Wednesday morning. Both great interviews, packed with information, and they'll be coming up at a future date on self-publishing journeys. Next week, I've also got a busy week of recording. I'm really pleased to say that uh, Ashley Lister, who I've been chasing for some time, been chasing him since, when did I meet Ashley? At the at the Troubadour event in Leicester, which was some time ago now. I sat next to Ashley. And Ashley writes erotic fiction. And I've been dying to talk to somebody who writes erotic fiction for a long time. And uh, I've been tracking Ashley down. Ashley's been busy. We finally got a date. So I'll be interviewing Ashley next week. Very excited about that. I'm also talking to Griselda Heppel, who writes novels for children. Now, Griselda writes novels that are based around the classics, and she adapts them for children, obviously puts her spin on them. And she's had some success in winning awards, or certainly getting into the finalists for some pretty high-profile awards. I'll be talking to Griselda about that. I'm also very pleased that I managed to tie down the gentleman, the designer who designed my secret bunker book covers, Peter O'Connor. Peter's a UK designer, and uh, I love his work. Uh, he's, he, he's very technical. He's a great technical support if you get covers made by Peter. So I wanted to get him onto the show to talk to him about that and how you need to design great covers and the things you need to consider. He'll be talking to me about that. I'm interviewing Peter on Thursday of next week. And also, I did say it was going to be busy. I've also tied down Maggie James, who's another UK writer. Maggie writes psychological thriller and suspense novels and has written several of them and is writing in, in a series and is writing based on location as well. I was very interested in that when people write in series and around a specific location. So I'm going to have a real busy week next week. I'm going to try and fit three days of writing in. And I got all those podcast interviews and I've got some courses to teach next week. So if I hit those targets, I'll be amazed. You can find out in next week's diary if I manage to get all that done. But really pleased with the guests that we've got booked in for the podcast now it feels really really strong and we're getting some lovely topics in now uh, so that, that makes me very happy that the podcast is is going from strength to strength with all of, all of these guests i wanted to mention uh, the alliance of independent authors membership i uh, this weekend i'm just about to record some videos or a video uh, teaching how to use mailchimp and i'm going to supply that to the alliance of independent authors because i was on their blog post giving somebody some advice recently and they asked me if i'd do a, a post about mailchimp so that's getting done this weekend. But while they were uh, checking out some of my links, somebody commented that I got the wrong level of membership on 
the Alliance of Independent Authors. And I had a look at it. I thought, blimey, that's, I, I did that ages ago and it's just been on automatic renewal. I hadn't even looked at it. So I've gone up a grade at the independence, uh, the Alliance of Independent Authors. I'm now a, an author member. So I've got a new little logo that I could put on my website. So I, I upgraded my membership uh, during the week. And I just wanted to say to you just what great value I get from the Alliance of Independent Authors. Uh, the more observant among you would have noticed that on the page every week, the, uh, the the show notes page, I always put a link to the latest news, independent publishers news uh, that the Alliance creates. And that's a great resource. I read that every week as it comes in, which is why I share it on the page. Do recommend that you look at it because it will help you without having to do all the work. It'll help you keep up to date with all the self-publishing news. But also they've got all sorts of free books and they do question and answer webinars. You can access experts and get deals on recommended experts. It's just such a great service. Now, I think my year's membership cost me £75 for the year, and I really get great value from that. So if you are an independent author, a self-published author, I do recommend that you look at the Alliance of Independent Authors, and I will put a link on the show notes for this week. Uh, another service that I recommend, uh, mainly because I've I've consumed it, I've actually bought it and gone to it myself, so I, I feel happy to recommend it, is the Author School. And the Author School is run by Helen Lewis and Abiola Bello. And you can hear interviews with Helen and Abiola in episodes five and nine. So they run the Author School. And the Author School is really building up nicely now. I went to one of their events earlier this year. Really, really enjoyed it. Uh, got a lot of interviewees for this podcast from it. Actually, I think I've got three interviews from it, if I remember rightly. Uh, really good, uh, really good event held in London. And they're holding another event around the London Literature Festival. It's their special edition, and it's on September the 26th of this year in London. So you get five back-to-back classes and a bonus book-to-film class. Now, that book-to-film class is with another of the podcast guests, Philippa Donovan. Now, Philippa is the editor who actually takes books to Hollywood and pitches them to, to filmmakers. And she's going to be appearing at the Author School event in London on September the 26th. Now, I'm not going to be able to make that event, and I'm really... I'm really upset about that. I just got too much on at that time around that September the 26th date. So I don't think I'm going to be able to make it much as I would have liked to. But I do recommend if you haven't tried the author school that you give that a try. It, to me, I, I, when I went the first time, I thought, well, this is a one time thing. You go once and that's the only time you have to go. But absolutely not. I, I would go again for the networking to meet the people and to immerse myself in that environment. It's really, really highly recommended. So do check out the author school. Again, I'll put the link on the show notes. They're also running uh, short notice on this one, but they're running a special book marketing masterclass on July the 29th. The author school get their authors some great uh, PR. So it is well worth uh, checking them out and going to that book marketing masterclass. If you're struggling to get news about your books out there, they'll help you with that. And also, as if that wasn't enough, they are also got a new uh, online course, which they launched at an event in London earlier this week. I'm not quite sure when that's good to be available, but they've got a new online self-publishing course coming out very, very soon. Best thing to do is just make sure that you're subscribed to the Author School's updates, Facebook, Twitter, follow Abiola and Helen, and check out the website because it's just a great resource. And what I really like about it, I come from an internet marketing background and I have spent a lot of money on courses in the past. And the thing that constantly amazes me about being an author is that the courses, the prices of the courses in comparison to what I was having to pay for internet marketing is just minuscule. So I can't quite remember the prices, but I'm sure the author school is is less than or around £100 for a whole day and you're getting access to all of these experts. And frankly, it's worth it for the networking alone. 
I've paid a lot more than that for internet marketing events. So I think that's excellent uh, value. And the getting away with murder event, again, for a week, a week's worth of tuition. I think it's about four to five hundred pounds. And when you think of the experts, uh, the networking, uh, and by the way, that four hundred pound also includes accommodation for the week, would you believe as well? I just think the prices of these things are actually very reasonable if you compare them with uh, self-development, or anything learning about finance or internet marketing. These things cost a fortune. So I think we're very lucky. We get a lot of good value as independent authors. Okay, that's it for this week. I'll let you know how I get on with the writing of The Murder Place on next week's podcast diary. And I always end by saying, if you've got anything you want to ask me or anything that you'd like me to, to, to tackle in the podcast diary, please just drop me an email. I can always be contacted at paul at paulteague.com. Thank you for listening to this week's Self-Publishing Journeys. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with your indie author friends. Or you can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or whichever podcast directory you use. In the meantime, you'll find previous interviews and all the show notes at selfpublishingjourneys.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll have more great self-publishing tips for you next week. <laughs>